in the Medrash on the Pasuk, says Chukas Atero, he brings the Pasuk Miyitin Torah Mitomei to explain how Tumavatara have many details to them that don't really make sense logically and explains that this is all from the Ebishter, which Chukach Akakti Xero Kazarti, this is the Ebishter's decree and we cannot transgress the decree. This teaches us that there are many things in Dine Tumavatara that are included in the word Zeis and it's not referring just to Para Aduma, but just like Para Aduma has certain aspects of it that are a chukah, so too the entire Tumavatara is all a chukah. Now, since everything in Teda has a Hirab of Hashem in every time and in every place, it comes out that even though the main fulfillment of Tumavatara would be in the Beis HaMikdash, but the content and the message of Dine Tumavatara is applicable even today and in every place. And since the words Zeis Chukas are in Teda Shebiksav, which even a person who doesn't understand the meaning of the words would also make Birchas HaTeda on it, implying that it is applicable to him, this teaches us that when it says Zeis Chukas it's not just referring to Para Aduma, and it's not just referring to the Dine Tumavatara, but there is a certain element of Chuka that is applicable to the entire Teda. And this is explained based on what the Alter Rebbe says in Lukut Teda, that the fact that it says Zeis Chukas HaTeda and not Zeis Chukas HaPara tells us that there is a message from Para Aduma that is applicable to the entire Teda. And because it's a chuka, therefore it is a general concept relevant to all of the mitzvahs. What's the connection? All of the mitzvahs, even those mitzvahs that we know the reason for them, and they are, are logical, al in truth, the definition of the mitzvah, the mahus of the mitzvah, is the fact that it's the Ratzon that it's the will of Hashem. And therefore all mitzvahs, even mitzvahs that we do know the reason for, the, re- the ultimate fulfillment of them should be not because of its reason, but because of the fact that it's Ivanu, that it's a commandment from the Ebishter. And that's what it means, Zeis Chukas that although there are various different categories and uh, divisions within mitzvahs, Nevertheless, the chukah is the ultimate define, defining factor of a mitzvah. And with regards to the chukah, Shleimah Melech says, that he couldn't understand the meaning, which means that it's totally beyond our understanding. And that's what defines every aspect of Teirah and mitzvahs, the fact that it's beyond our understanding. Now, since mitzvahs, by definition, are the Ratzon of Hashem, and therefore a chukah, and therefore beyond our understanding, we find that there's a certain sense of equality with regards to all the mitzvahs. And Chachamim say, we shouldn't measure one mitzvah to the other. And this is explained in Chassidus, the difference between Ratzon and Chachma, Ratzon which is the will of a person, and Chachma which is the person's seichel, which is already a koyach pnimi, a more... Uh, a koyach that's more defined by the individual. So one of the differences is 
that Ratzon is beyond being divided into details. And Seichel is made up of a bunch of details, both within a specific Seichel. There's, there's, it's made up of many different details. And then when you look at the Seichel as a whole, it's different than any other Seichel. While Ratzon, not only is a Ratzon so deep that it doesn't, it doesn't make details, in other words, even though there may be details, but that's already in the, implication, in, the, in the implementation of the Ratzon, because the Ratzon has benefits. But in the essence of the Ratzon, and the source of the Ratzon, it cannot be divided into details, and it is the same as any other Ratzon. This very primal will of a person is the same in everything. Whatever a person really wants, he wants it as much as he wants something else. And therefore, when it comes to mitzvahs, mitzvahs have the same properties, the same elements as rotsen, that they are not dividable into details. Meaning to say that there's something that all the mitzvahs have alike, and you can't take a piece of a mitzvah. can't uh, have three minim on sukkis, and then say I have three, th- three quarters of a mitzvah. Either you have the whole mitzvah, or you don't have the mitzvah at all. This idea that mitzvahs are from the Ratzon of Hashem, and therefore they are not subdividable into parts, is expressed in a certain way in more than any other mitzvah in the dinim of Tumah and Tara. And we have four examples. Number one, the Tumah is applied to the entire body of the person, Min doesn't just affect the part of the body that touched the Tumah. Number two, even if it was just a touch, is the same Tomei, as if he would have eaten it and it went inside of him. Number three, even if the touch was by accident, which is, means to say that he didn't want to do it, it was like on an emotional level, on a spiritual level, it was barely a touch because it was an accident. Nevertheless, it still applies to the individual. And number four, the outcome of the Tumah, the fact that the person becomes Tomei, he becomes Tomei completely. Not only he can't eat, uh, uh, something that's holy, he can't even walk into the Beis HaMikdash. The reason for this is, since Tumah Vetara is a chayk, is something that is not understood al piseichel, therefore we see in it the Ratzon of the Eibishter, and we see it in a way where we see how the mitzvah is beyond his chalkus, beyond being divided into details. This is why it says, because the chukah that is para aduma is the chukah of Dine Tumah Vitara, and it's the chukah that really represents all the mitzvahs of the Torah. And from this we could take a number of powerful lessons. Number one, we shouldn't compare mitzvahs, the value or the weight of a certain mitzvah. A person might say, how can you tell me to be... Uh, uh, just as careful with a minor dikduk of, of midrabanon as much as you want me to be careful in a stringent mitzvah midrabanon. As a matter of fact, even the Chachamim call it kala and chamura. But the answer to that is, is that if you're judging it based on the effect on the person or based on the reward, then obviously different mitzvahs have different levels of effect. But if you're basing it on the fact that this mitzvah connects you with Hashem, then even the slightest touch can affect your relationship with Hashem. And this lesson 
is applicable to every single person. Like we said earlier, even the person who doesn't understand the details, but can just say the words, that person must know that even the simplest of the simple has the same connection with Hashem and doesn't want to lose that connection with Hashem and therefore cannot risk even a dick to counsel because it would affect the relationship with Hashem. And even though we're not always on this level, where our Etzim and Hashem is, is shining and we're feeling this connection with Hashem, but when it comes certain times of the year, like for example, when we're learning this Parsha, we have to be reminded of this deep connection that we have with Hashem and this need to not lose that connection and therefore how to the importance of being careful in even a dictokal and this recognition must affect the rest of the year. And the same lesson would apply when we influence another yid. A person might think to themselves, I'm trying to be of another yid, let me focus on the big ones. Why is it so important to convince them and influence them right, or even on a, a small mitzvah? And the answer is, just like in the negative, that if you miss out on a small mitzvah. You might be affecting your relationship with Hashem. So too is in this positive side. That when you are able to influence another year to do even a small mitzvah, even a little touch, you can pull this person out of the lowest level and raise him up to the highest level. So why would you deprive that yid of that little touch of that small mitzvah? That might be what will raise him up and intensify his connection with Hashem.